of the museum. As Faulkner described so vividly, she shares with most white Southerners a sense of intimacy with their Negroes. ...the fact that we have a good set of Negroes here, and they don't want to be disturbed. They really are. I have one that I just love. She nursed my children for about six years, and I wouldn't have her want for a thing if I found out that she needed something. And I was right amused when my um, daughter from Arlington, Virginia, came down. She was one of the children that Missy had nursed. And I got my son to drive us out to see Missy. And she had also nursed him. And his little boy was in the car with us. And when Missy came out, she said, look at my children. And she put her arm right around William's shoulder. And the little boy just looked up at her, you know. He didn't know what to make of it. And I said, listen, Billy, uh, she was a mother to him for a while. I tell you, she helped nurse him. And so that's the, the association we had with them, and I presume there's still some good ones around. Of course, there are some getting some ideas, and that's all right. That's progress. But uh, we've got some mighty good donkeys here. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about history, right? We're going to have a conversation about American history, our history as original people that lives in the hills of North America in a territory that we call the United States. And then we're going to take that piece of history because we're only going to read like a page and a half. And then we're going to show you what's going on in the present and then beloved we're going to go so far to tell you how things are going to go in the future right uh we're going to give you some prophecy (laughs) beloved how about that right we're going to get real prophetic in, in today's conversation um the book that we're going to read from is entitled the um the American Slave Code in Theory and Practice, and it's by William Goodell, and this publication came out in the 1850s, right? I have it on uh, PDF, and, you know, like we talked about before, I'm going to have to kind of like find out a way that I can share the PDF books that I have with you, right? It was a sister that dropped the comment and said that there's some kind of way that we can put together a Google Drive and then we can put all the PDFs on the drives and everybody can just download it from there. So it doesn't sound too difficult. It's just something that we just got to figure it out and just make it happen. Right. So not only do I want to share that, there's a couple of videos that are going to share with you as well. Right. Um, one of the videos is uh, a group of uh, so-called white folks, white males, right, devils, uh, cave dwellers, and they are on a social media platform, right? And while they are on this platform, they're being secretly recorded, and you know, while they're talking, it's a brother I can see 
in the chat. His name is Brother Shabazz. And it looks like Brother Shabazz is recording these devils and they're talking and what they're having a conversation about is coming together as Europeans, as so-called white males, and just keeping their eye on the threat, which is us, right? Dig that. Keeping their eye on the threat that is us. And he's speaking in terms of black Americans being an issue, right? These are young devils. So not only that, I got another video I'm going to play, which is a shorter clip because that clip is a little bit more lengthy. The shorter clip I'm going to play is, um, it's a devil. His name is Eric Prince. And Eric Prince is the founder of Blackwater, which is the largest private military in the world. You see what I'm saying? And um, in so many words, he's talking about how the U.S. should colonize countries that can't govern themselves properly. And then, of course, he go directly to Africa as the number one target. Right? Okay, dig that. Eric Prince is having this conversation with another devil. And then the way he he's he's beginning the statement is he uses the term he says it's time that we put our imperialist hats back on this is a quote from eric prince wow can you but we're not shocked we understand we're taught by mr muhammad right because the real real backdrop of this conversation is this we're taught by mr muhammad peace be upon him he's no longer here we're talking about elijah that the devil is the devil regardless of time and place I feel like that should be a plaque that should be like that should be like uh, we should have that in all of our homes in the village. We should have a sign that says the devil is the devil regardless of time and place, because if you get around original people, they have this kind of thing like, well, you know, it's just a bunch of old crackers and they think this way and they think that way. Once they die out, it's going to be some new crackers that think differently. This is the kind of like that they kind of show you this is the right. <laughs> so to that, we say this. Um, when would the squirrel stop being the squirrel? When? Is the old nature of the squirrels just going to die out? And then it's going to be a new group of squirrels that come on the planet. A new group of leopards that's going to come on the planet. A new group of lions that's going to come on the planet and just be different. Because the old lions that roar and kill and eat meat, they're going to die out. And then it's going to be a... <laughs> when is that going to happen? Can, can your brother tell you the future? That's, that'll never happen. Because it's in the lion's nature to act like that. That's the nature of a lion and a leopard and a tiger. The cheetah will never be slow. Like a turtle. It's in a turtle's nature to be slow. It's in a cheetah's nature to be fast. I don't care if it was 500 years ago. Today or 500 years from now. That is the nature of animals. Right? Then it's time for us to just put to just to to put the imperial hat back on to say we're going to govern those countries if you're incapable of governing yourselves because enough is enough, 
we're done being invaded. Because our own national security risk is at stake. Exactly. National security interests are at stake. You can say that about pretty much all of Africa. They're incapable of governing themselves and benefiting their citizens because the governments there are all about looting and pillaging and lining their pockets and going shopping in Paris instead of actually right, hold making on a their country hold a on. better People better on the land. left are going to watch this. They're going to say, wait a minute, Eric Prince is talking about being a colonialist again. Absolutely. Yes. When Eric Prince says he's going to put his uh, imperialist hat back on, or we need to put our imperialist hat back on, to be an imperial means to have a commanding quality. This is the etymology now. This is like, this is connected to an empire. This is connected to an emperor, a person that lives in this territory and run these territories over here. And he specifically identified Africa as a target, not Latin America, AKA South America, where they just, you know, it's mentally rich land there. No, no, he's not pointing out He's talking about Africa because now it's a scramble all over again. It's like the Berlin Conference all over again because they see China is moving in and they want to move in as well. Right? Um, I don't want to talk about Cecil Rhodes. Not right now. Uh, I don't want to talk about Stalin or Hitler, not right now. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to dig into the scramble of Africa. Not right now. I don't want to talk about King Leopold. Not right now. Right. Maybe that is a different story or different devils for a different day. The devil, beloved, is the devil, regardless of time and or place his nature will never change it's not going to happen um even when you even when you listen to eric prince right when he's making these comments these statements the guy that's kind of like interviewing him is saying well you know eric you know people on the left is going to watch this right people on the left is going to watch this He's not concerned about Negroes watching it. He's not concerned about the Muslims that live in North Africa or the Bantus, uh, you know, all of these tribes of these Zulus in the, in the deep south. And he ain't worried about nobody living on the continent watching it. He don't have no fear of that. He ain't got no fear of our South American brothers and sisters of those on the islands of those that live in the continental united states he ain't worried about that he's saying they what did what are the left is going to say the left and they all the same they're not going to say nothing they're devils they're they're devils they don't have anything to say uh let's take a look at the publication Let's take a look at the American Slave Code, two, page 213, Practical Protection. I want to read something, and then I want to make a comment about something I heard one of our dear sisters say. Right? We're going to go to the first paragraph. And it says, uh, Mr. Turner stated that one of his uncles in Caroline County, Virginia, had killed a woman, broke her skull, 
with an axe heave. She had insulted her mistress. We're talking about an original woman at this point. We're talking about an MOC, right? A mother of civilization. We're talking about a black woman. And we're talking about what they call quote-unquote slavery days. You understand? An original woman said something to the master's wife and as a consequence she was killed right I want you to put a pin in this I, I did you one better we just read it then we recap how about we do that let's go to bullet point number two Mr. T said that the slaves were frequently murdered bullet point number three in Mississippi, a slave chanced to come forward hastily from eating to hear the orders with a knife in his hand. The overseer, alarmed, raised his gun and shot him dead. He afterwards saw and confessed his mistake, but no notice was taken of the killing. Right? On page 50 will be found by the testimony of Mrs. Nancy Laurie, a native of Kentucky, Three cases of premature deaths, quote unquote, generally believed by the neighbors that extreme whipping was the cause. Mr. Long, the inflictor and owner, was a strict professor of the Christian religion. Of course he was. They all are. They're the children of God. And thought to be a very humane master. Mr. Long, I got to go over this again. Mr. Long, a strict professor in the Christian religion, thought to be a very humane master the victims john who was an original man ned who was an original man and james had wives they were flogged frequently and severely flogged is like a limey land term like an english term that means they were beaten when you when you're whooped severely or badly they call it flogged right the cause of the flogging was commonly staying a little over the time with their wives. So, I know we're going to do a whole recap, but I just want to point it out. Three original men was beaten to death by their owner because they spent too much time with their wives. Right? What better day or month to have this conversation in February because this is when we talking about American History Month for original people right on page 97 in the testimony of, of Reverend Francis Hawley a son of a slaveholder took as was believed the wife of one of the Negro men the poor slave felt himself greatly injured and expostulated with him like he disagreed with him. The wretch took his gun and deliberately shot him. Providently, he only wounded him badly. This shows, however, the cause of many murders of slaves. In South Carolina, a physician whooped his slave to death he was tried and acquitted and the next year elected to the legislature right and this is the last paragraph we're going to read 
I know a local Methodist minister, a man of talents and popular as a preacher who took his Negro girl in the barn a whooper and she was brought out a corpse. Uh, let's stop there. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. When you go through this book that was produced in the 1850s, they get a little bit more detail about the names, the places, the location, who was involved in this, who was involved in that. It's all on the books. And what's so um, eerie about it is today with the internet, you can have something called like, uh, you know, what is called ancestor.com or something like that. But you can put the names, right? You can take uh, you can take these these killings, these owners. You can take the late the location, and then people that's on like an ancestry.com can kind of trace and they can see what happened to their great great auntie, great great granddaddy, great great great. Like it's it gets real. It get weird like that now, right? Um, as a quick recap, you see that the black woman. Uh, she offended a mistress. She was killed, right? And then you see that there's a brother. He's eating. He's just chilling. Uh, his so-called slave master called him, and he was in the middle of eating. So he still had, yeah, he had the knife in his hand. So when he went to go see what his master wanted, his his master panicked, shot and killed him. Then you see three men that was beaten to death because they visited their wives too long. These are original men. And then we also see that the master's son, right? Looking at the original man's wife, they didn't jump the broomstick. He took the man's wife. He's sleeping with her. They passing around. They doing what they want to do with her. And then, of course, the husband, the original man, he showed his disapproval of that, and he was shot. They ain't kill him, but they shot him. And then we went on to read that slave master. Uh, it took a took a sister in the back in the barn. He was gonna discipline his sister. But he beat it so badly, he ended up killing the sister. You see what I'm saying? All right. Now, I say all that to say this. You know, they'll never change. They'll never change. A lot of this, they'll actually go so far to smoke screen what they did. To us, the religion. Yo, I heard a beautiful sister right on TikTok, and she was talking about tribulation. Rap church is happening, and I'm like, why am I still here? Like, it was it was a dream, so some stuff is random, but it was kind of like chaotic, um, and people realizing that people had disappeared and stuff, and I was just. I was about to lose my mind because I'm like, it's, it's going to get so much worse down here. It's going to get so much worse. And all these people are just standing around like confused, sad people who had believed in God. They knew what it was. I see perversion heightened instantly. Perversion is like acceptable in public. It wasn't graphic, but just the representation of like a pedophilia. And then... Now I'm making a connection where I, I had a dream where it said, check your heart. It was so vivid. This rapture dream was so vivid. And I just knew that it was real. 
I felt hopelessness and I, I felt like I just knew I wasn't <clears throat> supposed to be left behind. I knew that it was like I wasn't supposed to be there with the other people. Like the way that they were talking, they didn't even care. It is our responsibility. I ain't dig this now. She's talking about there's going to come a time, beloved. I want y'all to hear me good now. It's going to be some tribulation coming on and... You know, she's just saying, well, you know, Lord, don't leave me here during this tribulation. I want to be raptured up. Don't leave me here during this tribulation. But she was an original woman saying this. Listen now. You know what hurt my heart? She's looking for a new tribulation and she doesn't know she's already living in tribulation. Did you just hear what we just read? Why would you be looking for another tribulation? This is how they get you with religion. Why would you be looking for another tribulation? What tribulation that you going to get is going to come worse than this? That you going to get? Black man and black woman, I'm talking to you. What you think coming down the line is going to be worse than this? <laughs> Ain't nothing coming worse than this. If any, any being or deity come after this, they not coming to save you because... This is your time. You should have got saved right here. Nothing jumped out the sky to save you here. Something going to jump out the sky to save you later? If three men are being beat to death because they spent too much time with their own wives, brother, with their own wives, sister, what other tribulation you waiting for? Baby, we don't have our last name. The black man and the brown man, we got our slave master's name. William, Johnson, Jordan, Smith for us. Carlos, Ruiz, Lopez, Rodriguez for them. We speak English. They speak Spanish. We don't have our own religion. We don't have our mother tongue. We speak the Europeans' mother tongue. We don't know our mother tongue. Then after all that, we got colorism. Light skin and dark skin. Dark skin versus medium skin. This is tribulation. Beloved. Beloved, you, you living in tribulation. Come on, come on, come on. Let's talk about it, beloved. Let's let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Highest homicide rate in the country, beloved, that's you. Highest STD rate in the country, beloved, that's you. Highest obesity rate in the country, beloved, that's you. You right? Highest hypertension rate, highest stroke rate, Highest heart disease rate, beloved, that's you, that's you, beloved, that's you. What do you put in your mouth, beloved? Where your farm's at? Where's your grocery store at? You don't have one, beloved, that's you. See, the, the thing about religion is this. See, all is the mind, beloved, and the universe is mental. So you're looking for a tribulation to come. And then you have the audacity. You, out of all people, have the audacity to, oh, it's going to be a three years of tribulation. Or it's going to be seven years in tribulation. And, beloved, what we're submitting to you, beloved, you've been in tribulation for 500 years. 
Why would you look for somebody to save you now? But nobody never saved you before. A million black men in prison in United States territory and you looking for another tribulation. Do yourself a favor, right? Do yourself a favor because the courthouse, they're all electronic now. See, it's all video kind of like now. You don't have to go down to the physical building no more. Take you some time and just sit back, look up your district, go to the courthouse online and just look at your people go through that system. So you can see what captivity looks like. So you can see, beloved, what tribulation looks like. You can be a captive so long, captivity don't even feel like captivity anymore. You're so used to waking up in the morning in a house that you did not make. It feels normal. Driving in a car, in a vehicle that your people did not manufacture. And it feels normal. Driving down the street that your people did not pave. It feels normal. To go to a job that your people do not own and control that feels normal to have a village full of original men that don't even have fishing rods in their garage anymore they got basketballs they got baseballs they don't have fishing rods that's normal what's going to happen to you when that devil closed down his grocery stores that's the question of the day but you have leaders that you go to that are overweight. I don't think there is a such thing as poke chop that's in that can meet the body weight index. I don't think it exists. So this shows you this is how you see your first glimpse of discipline, right? Let me just make a sidebar and say this. Even to give you spiritual food, but he he coming up off you so much, he's getting bigger and bigger, and he don't have no discipline over all of these guys are overweight. Maybe all that, beloved, is a different story for a different day. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go down that. I'm just talking about where we at right now as far as tribulation, as far as captivity. What you going to eat? Where your garden at? You don't have a garden. Well, what do you, oh, you go down there, but you don't own that. We can pull over, have a seat, have a conversation, and then we'll talk about how physically brutal that slavery was two three centuries ago you know what, what what remains the same right the american negro in captivity two three hundred years ago they didn't control their food they didn't control where they get their clothing from they didn't control their housing they didn't control their water source okay we are all modern now you know what i'm saying we's a free we's a free people but you know what the elders say? The more things change, the more, beloved, they remain the same. You don't control your housing today. You're just like him from 300 years ago. You don't control your food today. You're just like him from 300 years ago. You don't control your water source. You don't control your housing. What's changed? You're happier when you do it. And then he give you vices as enjoyment. So you get all the booze that you want. You get all the religion that you want. You get all the porn you want. And long as he keep these three things going on. And he give you the wish that you would be rich one day. So he put the lottery down there. To get whatever you got left. And then when he see you play the lottery so well. And you just want a chance at doing good at life. He build a casino for you. To rob you blind every day. 
because you don't know that you're in tribulation, that you are in captivity. You just don't know. When you can see a devil, Eric Prince, get on an interview and go so far to say that he's pointing out black countries that need to be colonized. He's pointing them out. Oh, we're going to have to colonize them. You think they're going over there to help these people? They don't go nowhere to help nobody. You're in tribulation, beloved. You can't see it. You're in tribulation. You're looking for another tribulation to come? Look at the mind game that you in. The person that said that live in a house that they do not control the power in, just like I don't. They don't control the water in, just like I don't. They don't control anything. No, They're not in control of any natural resource because it's fixed that way by the open enemy and they're walking around looking for a whole nother tribulation to come not seeing beloved you in tribul- you in captivity beloved what you t- you think something gonna come that's gonna get worse than this you already at the bottom you, you already don't you know what it feel like when somebody got their foot on your neck if somebody's standing with their foot on your neck what do you look like on the ground talking about, i'm waiting for something else to come worse than this can't get nothing worse than that for you. 1.5 million children, original children, are in foster care. They don't have any parents. Then you have 72% of our babies born with just one parent in a household. What tribulation is you looking for? Highest divorce rate in the country the original man and original woman what tribulation are you waiting for and then Eric Prince (laughs) dig this now dog the pushback was the left cause they know y'all niggas ain't gonna have nothing to say about this y'all niggas many of y'all niggas on y'all way to heaven so y'all ain't worried about this oh you know what man that's what see you know what I'm saying it's just too pro-black brother it's sometimes he can't be just too broke they too pro-black man you know it ain't about being pro-black it's about well the last time I checked last last time I checked all of our children and our children's children and our children's children is going to be melanated because of us Especially if we don't have she-devils as a carrier of our seed, right? We live in a material world. We live in a physical world. Man, y'all can go play that spiritual game with somebody else. After all the spiritual talk, you're going to drink from water. You're going to eat food from the earth. Even the animals that eat off the earth, you're going to eat them. You can stall me out on the spiritual food talk, bro. But while you looking for the spiritual food, there's a devil polluting the water that you have to drink today. And you have no knowledge on how to purify the water because he got you looking in the sky all the time. You're looking in the sky right now. Uh, we're gonna leave it there because I don't wanna I you know 
I can go down the whole thing with that. But I just wanted to play a couple of videos for the brethren, right? It's just something, man. I'm like, man, you know, you know, this whole idea that that this cave dweller, that this devil, he gonna, he gonna, somebody gonna die out. It's gonna be new one come in. They gonna be more loving in it. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not your salvation. Your salvation is separation. That ain't gonna hit. Uh-uh. You can't be around dog. It ain't gonna work. There ain't gonna never come a time where the fox and the lamb can hang out together. It just ain't gonna come. I'm giving you privacy now. You know? And then you can't, you know, it looks even... <laughs> it's definitely not... If the, if the lamb and the fox got the same religion. How y'all got the same religion? Every time you get into something... When you listen, when you see our people get into something, and I'm talking about we didn't gave Arabia all our support. We didn't gave Arabia all our energy. You know what I mean? But where's the, where's these uh desert rats and these where are these saying niggas at when something happened to you with the sheets on and all they don't come to your aid? They're Muslims, and then you say you a Muslim and you looking at their stores and they got liquor all over. They in your village. They got liquor all on the counter. You walking into the store, man, assalamu alaikum and all this old kind of, but they got liquor for your people. They got pork for your, they won't take it, but they got pork for your people. You trying to clean up your people and they trying to profit off their destruction and you, y'all going to play a Muslim game together. How does that work? I don't know how that work. How does that work? Eric Prince is a devil. Take a guess what his religion gonna be. Now, this is your if who somebody call that Christian brother. Call call your Christian brother and say, hey man, how about we do this? That don't work for they give that to you. They play that game with you play that game. They don't play that game. But you know what? The Christian brother, that don't even work for y'all. Man, these pastors in these communities, they not, they not, listen. You think pastors is having a community meeting with the rest of the pastors that got, got builders in the same neighborhood. They have a community meetings and they gonna sit down and they gonna talk about what's going on in this zip code, what's going on in this village that they operate in. It don't happen. Your concern is not their concern. So if you on the melanated side of things, what you think they're going to cross lines and they don't work nothing out? You ain't finna call no Joe Orstein and he going to figure out how to work the problems on a local level in Texas? Come on, man. That just ain't going to get off that. Get off that. But the gospel is big business, brother. How do you get a $30 million preacher? How do you get a $300 million? How do you get a... three? <laughs> What is the guy named Kenneth? Kenneth Copeland? How do you get a $300 million gospel empire? <laughs> That's your brother? Man, y'all better wake up. Y'all better wake up. The video that you hear, when you hear these young devils talking, what do you think they're going on Sunday? you think they're going on Sunday 
I'm asking you real, where do you think they're going on Sundays? We're gonna leave it there. Yeah, let's go and play this video, man. You know what I mean? I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna. Nah, 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 nah. But I, I, I can only leave you with this. Beloved, that devil is going to be a devil regardless of time and place. I read to you a page and a half of a book. Brother, if I just went down the whole book, the whole, if I just went down 10 pages, your stomach could turn in. Your stomach could turn in. Your stomach would turn in. Let's let the video play. And then we'll let the video just close out into next time, beloved, again, again, and again. This is your brother V. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Let me let this video play. I didn't say, oh, he just loves Germans. Oh, he just only loved Germans. No, Hitler said many a times that all the English people, the American people, they're so similar in our white ancestry and our white spirits that it's a shame that we didn't just put our down as white brothers and sisters and stop fighting each other. And I'll say, you know, countries fight each other all the time. If the white race stood up together from all over the world, 200 million white Americans White European Americans, white Canadian Americans, white Australian Americans. I know I'm Germanic. I have some Nordic. You know, I'm one of these mixed race that Ludwig likes to say. Um, but also, this is another thing too, guys. That Ancestry 23 and Me. There's a good thing about triplets who did their DNA, and it all came back as uh, different countries. So the best way to trace your lineage is if you know who your ancestors are. You know, I can trace my ancestors back to when this country was founded. And I think that is going to be the best way to discover your white ancestry, whether it's Germanic. You know, my, my ancestors came from Germany here. And uh, my beautiful Erica, you know, she's Swedish. She has that Viking blood in her. So we're going to make little Hyperborean spirit conqueror children. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud to be a white conqueror. I'm, pr I'm proud to be a white you know, Viking race. That's what we are. We're a strong people. We are Europeans, Americans. We are the best at war. Why do you think they get us to fight each other? It's because we are the best at war. If we teamed up and tribed up as a unifying white race, we would have conquered the world 10 times over by now. There would be a billion more white people on the planet if white Americans and white Europeans recognize that they were white people and then just didn't fight each other. So I think white is the most unifying term. So like white is synonymous with light and love and purity and all the wonderful things of nature. So we can't just discount the word white. I mean, white is the word white is not going away. By the way, CNN, they would love for you to say, oh, yeah, I'm proud to be American. No, you're proud to be which they. I'd rather if you asked a Jew would they rather you say, are you proud to be American? Or are you proud to be white? They would say, oh, I hope they say they're proud to be an American. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.